recording, don't sue me. Oh, I won't. I was like mid swig of wine when you said that. <laughs> like, are you thinking about it? <laughs> um, what's up? Oh, not much. You know, just caught up on the batch. So it's fresh in my mind, ready to dish. Same. I just watched it today. Also, I love you guys. Me and Megan record on a different platform now because I don't know what the fuck's happening with Anchor. But it allows us to start talking before I start recording. And I just love how, like, fake I am every time. Because we'll, like, have a full-on conversation. I know. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, anyways, I'm going to start recording. And then I'm like, oh, hi. Can I catch yeah. you at a good time? A full conversation and, like, normal voices. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to record. And it's like, okay, hi. <laughs> Is this, like, a time to record? I didn't know. <laughs> As if we weren't just talking for 10 minutes. Like, talking uh, mad shit about everything. <laughs> no Tino shade, I was just talking shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were caught up on The Bachelor just now. I also just caught up on The Bachelor just now because I had to watch it on the train. Um, I, did it, I did it weird. I watched, like, the last hour last night and then the first hour tonight. You know, like, it was that yeah. type of thing. But with hometowns, I feel like it doesn't matter that much because they're all, like, four very separate like scenes yes yeah I, yeah exactly um before we get into the batch what's new with you gal pal Ugh, you know same old i uh jade rolled my face while i was watching <laughs> the bachelor so oh you know god, nothing sponsored by a jade roller oh my god that would be so cool i love my jade roller but you know same old shit over here um i'm really just like gearing up for next week because on Wednesday uh, Lindsay and Gina come into town and we are going to see Elton John in concert oh wow how fun yeah so they get here on Wednesday and I have them till Sunday and I'm taking both days off work to do fun things and yeah we are I'm excited so everything I do this week is just kind of like gearing up for that so I'm cleaning (laughs) Um. Well, wait. As in Wednesday, as in tomorrow? Oh no, a week oh. from tomorrow. And I'm all thrown off because now we're recording on a Tuesday, but it still feels like a Wednesday. So a week from tomorrow, and yeah, I'm like I said, I'm literally just chilling until they get here because I'm too excited to do anything else between now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. How fun! I saw a Elton John in concert when I was like twenty. Oh, you did? Yeah, in it Phoenix. Was... Yeah. Oh. And I was definitely the youngest person there, for sure. <laughs> I know. I'm interested to see what the crowd is going to be like. But, you know, we're going to be in, like, bedazzled sunglasses and feather boas and possibly wigs and all that shit. So, Fun. <laughs> we might stand yeah. out a little bit. Fun. Yeah, so more to come on that. That's also why I can't record next Wednesday, unless you want to chat from the concert. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'll obviously expect you to send me videos via my personal phone number. Oh, yes. Duh. Not uh, This is something we'll have to talk about after, but we had to figure out actually a good day to record next week because next week the Bachelor's on Monday and Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we'll I mean, out after. yeah. <laughs> we won't make our, our fans listen to this. I know I'm pondering, but we'll th- we'll figure it out. Um, what about you? How's your week? 
<sighs> My week's been fine. I still had a fucking commute on the train. Um, uh, I just have a lot of opinions on that that I won't say out loud on this podcast. Um, today, oh. this morning, I, like, threw up, but I still, like, went to work. I don't know what the fuck's happening. That's but weird. I know. And I had to... <laughs> TMI, but I had eaten, like, spicy tacos the night before, and so, like, Hell yeah. the fuck out of my throat. Oh, man. I mean, you girls got some experience with throwing up, and there's nothing worse than a spicy vomit. <laughs> it's, it still kind of hurts, I'm not going to lie. That sucks. You, like, feel it in your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I've pretty much been checked out all week, because tomorrow... I fly to New Orleans to stay with my parents for Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow. Look at us. You know, just two gals out in the world. <laughs> I know. Two gals with big plans. <laughs> I know. I love it. I figured that's what you were doing, and I meant to ask you. But also, here we are. You, you telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Things that, are, things that are, like, your personal life that I don't feel like texting, I just I just know I'm going to ask you when I call you. <laughs> well, I know. And that's why I didn't even, like, tell you about Elton John or, like, Lindsay or Gina yet. Because I was like, oh, I'll tell her on the podcast. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> You guys, this is basically you guys being able to listen to our private phone calls. <laughs> this is friendship in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Two birds, one stone. I can talk to one of my best friends and I can record a podcast, baby. That's Hashtag showbiz. <laughs> Hashtag what? Content. Content. Um, and then I, speaking of world traveling, I also... Oh, wait. I think I talked to you about this last week on the podcast. I planned a trip for my birthday... For San yeah, yeah, you did tell me because you're mid-planning trip during all the Jordan and Tristan debacle. Yeah, but I'm very excited because, um, so, me and my best friend, like, has made this plan to go to San Francisco every year, so we're, we didn't know when we were going to go this year, but then it just worked out because I really want to go to this thing called Emo Night, and <laughs> people that, like, live in LA started it, and it's gotten, like, huge. They started it, like, three years ago. And they just tour, like, around the country just throwing these parties where they play, like, Taking Back Sunday and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, this huge popular thing. And they're throwing one in San Francisco the my birthday weekend. And so we're going. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be – well, first of all, it sounds right up your alley. But second yeah, of all, that sounds so much fun. I know. I'm, like, so excited. Like, I don't even give a shit about San Francisco. I mean, I do. But I'm, like, so excited to go to emo night. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. For anyone that doesn't know, I'm very emo still. Um, So I just can't stop thinking about it, and I'm, like, already trying to plan my outfit for what I'm going to wear. I know. Honestly, that's how I've been, like, the last few weeks, knowing that I have such, like, a big event coming up that I'm so excited for. I've just been like, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to do anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've been very checked out. Yeah, so I really – also, this last weekend, side note, I got a really bad migraine and I was pretty much like out for the count for like my whole weekend, which really blows. Like at the same time, it's like, oh, well, if it was during a work week, I literally wouldn't have been able to work. So I would have like wasted work days, but I also wasted a whole weekend and it really just kind of bummed me out. Like, you know, it's like, wow, I was like bedridden for a very long time. I do know because the same thing happened to me except I didn't have a migraine, (sighs) but I think I had a cold. And I I got home Friday at 4 p.m. and I didn't leave my apartment slash my bed until Sunday at 2. 
Oh, damn. Yeah. No, Friday, like, I had, like, I even had plans Friday, but, like, right around, like, 6 p.m., I was just, like, I texted Sarah, and I was, like, just a warning, I have a migraine coming on, and within, like, 10 minutes, I had to full-on, like, cancel plans just because it came on so fast. I got into bed thinking that I would, like, feel better and get up later, but nope, 7 p.m. on Friday, like, all through the night until, like, 1 p.m. the next day. I was just, like, and, you know, migraines are the worst because it's, like, you can't even, like, look at something, (laughs) without it hurting like you can't have sound light anything you're preaching to the choir i know so it's like really just like a bummy weekend that sucks but at least we're together in spirit did you watch anything or no no i mean like that whole night i couldn't i literally had to like lay in darkness but the next morning i like on saturday afternoon i felt okay so i caught up on my shows you know like my Lohan Beach House and, like, MTV's The Challenge. <laughs> Shit, that's so mindless. You can watch it with half a migraine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I have, like, certain migraine shows. <laughs> you know. That's funny. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, same to you. Except we're so random that you threw up today, but whatever. Hopefully your spicy, <laughs> spicy taco vomit goes away soon. <laughs> You know what I think it is, and everyone's going to hate me, and they're going to be like, bitch, I thought you got this taken care of. No, I didn't. I think it's because I have, like, had this cold all week, mm. and as everyone knows, I have two deviated septums. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think what it was is that I just had, like, I, like, had too much mucus, like, stuck. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Sometimes that, yeah, that can make you very nauseous if you, like, swallow too much mucus that's really gross to say but I totally get it yeah so I think that's what happened well in case anyone didn't know Morgan has two deviated septums and she did not watch Ari's season of The Bachelor (laughs) (laughs) that's all I'm known for I gotta get that nose job Uh, (laughs) maybe I'll get it my my new intern starts March 1st so oh that's fine maybe I'll check out nose job options um me and Megan have decided, well, I don't, I can't speak for Megan. I forgot this. You guys, I'm going to talk as long as I want about my own self because this episode was so short and so boring. There's not much to talk about. I know. Uh, I was thinking that too. If we, if we like tried and if we didn't go off on a million tangents, like we always do, we could probably get through this episode in straight up 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was truly so boring. I had to take three breaks while watching it because I just couldn't stand it anymore. And all I was doing was like stuck on a train. But I, like, I mean, couldn't just sit there and watch it on the train. Yeah, I think it helped that I actually had to break it up into, like, two sections. <laughs> it was rough. Um, so, Megan and I were speaking, but me for sure. I think this is truly the year that I'm going to get my plastic surgery. I'm definitely going to get my lip injections and my fucking Botox for my fucking bacon forehead. Okay, and... well, Botox isn't surgery. Plastic but you surgery. know what I mean. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do, and I totally, I, I'm with you on that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really considering. I just go so back and forth, and this is what I told you. I'm just like, I go back and forth of like wanting to be that person who like eliminates toxins like from their daily routine, like using natural products, like organic shit, and all that. I go back and forth from being that person to someone who literally wants to inject chemicals in my face. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I I gave you my my reasoning of why you should do it. 
Um, yep, yep, yep. But I think this is truly the year I'm going to do it. I need to stop saying I'm going to do it until the point where it's like, I'm 40 and like there's only so much that can be done. You know what I mean? It's like preventative fillers. True. I got to do it now while my forehead is slowly sinking. I know, dude. I've got these like the very, very fine lines and the little 11s. They drive me nuts. And it's the type of thing where everyone's just like, I don't see them. It's like, that's great, but I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it for me because I see them. I wish no one saw my forehead wrinkles, but <laughs> I know um, I've been called out 11th grade, Mr. Okuspi. Oh my God. What did he say? He said, cause I, my resting face is, I constantly have my eyebrows raised. That's my resting face, which is why I have this fucking bacon forehead. Yes. Thank and I you. Can't, like, I can't like lower my eyebrows. Like my like my comfortable face is with them slightly up. And yes, I think I'm the same way. I've never realized that. Oh my god, I realized it because my fucking boss, my old boss at my physical therapy place, would constantly be like, "Lower your eyebrows." <laughs> um, but yeah, Mr. Okusi, I like had my eyebrows raised because I was listening to someone talk, and he was like, "You have a very wrinkly forehead." Oh, my God. And what were you, like, 16? Like, 15? I was, like, yeah, 16 or 17. It was junior year. I'd be and like, I can never, you not? I never had realized it until he said it. And then, since then, I've never been able to, like, not see it. Oh, I know. People need to be careful with the shit that they say. You never know one thing Truly, is just going to stick guys, with someone for the rest of their lives. That's why I will literally never critique someone's physical features. I yeah. rarely do it behind people's back. Like, that sounds so bitchy, but I'll rarely even say things like just in passing to other people, but I will never, ever, ever say anything about someone's physical features to them because, like, there's things that have been said to me when I was, like, 11 that I still remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. What's that saying? It's like, if it's if it's not something they can fix in, like, two seconds, don't say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So if someone has, like, something in their teeth or whatever, yeah, tell them, but, like, if you're being like, you have a wrinkly forehead, blah, 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 blah. Don't fucking say it. Yeah, not about that. So anyways, I think this is the year I'm going to finally get all my plastic surgery. And so maybe I'll actually get a nose job and I'll just recover. I'll do them all at once and recover at the same time. Ugh, I just want to be that person who recovers from plastic surgery. <laughs> like, I don't want to get the surgery. I just want to be that person who has to, like, take days off from work to recover from their facelift. <laughs> I just want to be that person that looks so fake. I'm such a fake bitch inside that I want to represent it outside as well. I mean, more power to you. Props. I feel like it's something I talk about, but, like, it would... I think it's going to take a lot for me to actually go through with it. So, maybe the well, maybe I'll come who- to New York. Do mine yeah. and see. Yeah, I was just going to say, maybe the more people around me who do it, the more inspired I will be. So good on you, Morgan. Go for it. Thank you so much for supporting my um, dreams. Um, <laughs> also, two things about that, and then I guess we can talk about The Fucking Bachelor, but I love talking about plastic surgery. I could go on forever. Uh, <laughs> In addition to our hotel podcast, we're also going to start a plastic surgery podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I told Megan that if we got plastic surgery, and by plastic surgery, I truly mean fillers. I'm not going under the knife. Um, yeah, not even the type of surgery that requires any recovery, but we're just annoying and would do this anyway. <laughs> but I told Megan that if we got it together in New York, 
that we could recover at the plaza. What is that to be the best time? I know. I'm that would be amazing. Like we should. My New Year's resolution for 2020 is that I can post on January 1st, 2020 and have a caption that says, New Year, New Face. <laughs> I dig That's it. my goal. So, we'll see. Um, okay, I guess we can talk about the fucking Bachelor <laughs> boring episode. You guys are clearly avoiding it because it was so boring. It wasn't that bad. Like, I had something to say. And I'm just so effing confused about what's going to happen for the rest of the season. Which I, I can't even really talk about that for that long because I just have no idea. Oh, it's crazy. Wait, I meant to text you this. Um, so sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> huh? Did you have any Oscar talk you want to talk about? Um, yes, always. Okay. It was pretty boring. Um, obviously, as you know, Lady Gaga was a highlight for me. Oh my god. I definitely think her and Bradley are getting it on but I welcome hearing other people's theories about that as well my personal theory is that they have started a relationship at some point in this process and that his girlfriend Irina is like in on it like knows but is just kind of sticking with him through the award show season interesting is that true? Probably not. But that's just like my theory. <laughs> I have no positive thoughts. I know. So that's the thing. Like, all I want to do with the Oscars is talk about Lady Gaga, but I don't want to talk to Lady- about Lady Gaga to you. <laughs> She's so fucking theatrical. I cannot handle it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. There were times where I was getting serious, like, Taylor Swift vibes from her. Like, you know, whenever Taylor Swift accepts an award, it's, like, obvious that she's going to win it. But then she just, like, sobs and stuff. Like, it was so obvious that Lady Gaga was going to win this. But she, you know, it was very theatrical. But, like, it's so, like, just deserved. Like, she's so talented. I love her. Whatever. I can see why someone would have the point of view that you do. But I don't. So, whatever. (laughs) I feel like I'm the only fucking person in this world that feels that way. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. No, I don't think you are. I I know that there are people who do. I just don't think they're, like, as vocal as you are. Because Lord knows, if anyone is more, like, insane than, as far as, like, fan bases go, I feel like it's, like, Beyonce and then Gaga's. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I tweeted something about Lady Gaga, and I was just waiting like, I woke up the next morning, like, scared to check my phone. But luckily, no one had searched her name and found it, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, cool. Yeah, um, that, was pre- that was pretty much it. I mean, right? Was there? Did you watch it? Was there anything else to say? I will I say that the, uh, for how boring the show was, the fashion was great this year. It was. Um, I didn't watch it. You're more of the award show gal. I kind of always just read the highlights the next day. I know. I'm the worst. I'm, like, full-on two hours, two to three hours of pre-red carpet coverage, and then, like, three hours of show, and I'm, like, in it to win it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like, do you have any anything you want to add since I didn't do a Sunday episode? But, okay, cool. Yep, Megan loves Lady Gaga. I will say one thing that's very negative. 
if I hear one more person, which I will, like, critique the movie Bohemian Rhapsody because it's, people keep being like, they didn't even show, like, Freddie's life, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, because it's a biopic about the band Queen, not a biopic about Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. And if I have to say that one more time, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. swear to God. Yeah, I, I didn't watch a lot of movies this year. That was one of the ones that I really wanted to see. So I made sure to rent it before the Oscars. And it was and it was really good. I like I I hear those critiques and I like get it. But I personally thought it was like a very enjoyable movie. My only critique was that it was like it was PG-13. And I just I like I wanted something a little more gritty. Like I need some grit. <laughs> yeah. In a rock in a like rock star biopic I want it needs to be rated R <laughs> yeah I can definitely see that I need but some like, sex drugs and rock and roll but like it's like Freddie Mercury wasn't like it wasn't like Freddie Mercury and his band Queen like Queen was it as was a whole Queen yep yep band and so it's like all these people are like oh they don't show like anything about Freddie's personal life but it's like well because it's like about the band and like the rest of the three members are still alive and I think they deserve to have a movie about them agree I'm such a fan of like Queen I I mean I've always loved Queen but like during this whole process I've so enjoyed watching like the band be out and about like the remaining band members and I think they're so cute and they're also you know like they all get along so well they were truly like a family and the movie really shows that and I think that's great agreed um plus it's like fun to see other people get into queen yeah 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 like a new Um, generation yeah our generation had Wayne's World (laughs) that's literally what got that's literally what got me into like to queen you know because I remember my dad making me watch that movie and now this generation has Bohemian Rhapsody to learn about Queen. So, you know, Queen for the ages. <laughs> um, yes. And also, same experience. My dad made me watch Wayne's World probably when I was far <laughs> too young, but like I've said multiple times, my parents had zero restrictions on my life. Um, and yeah, I think <laughs> when I started getting to Queen, and then me and my dad still make the same Led Zeppelin joke from Wayne's World, like, every time we see each other, which we'll probably make it tomorrow, so... <laughs> take notice of that when I report back on Sunday. Wait, what joke? You said a joke? Oh, they're like in a um, music store and they start playing The Stairway to Heaven? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, not important. This is our Bachelor episode, you guys. I don't want to talk about it. I know. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. No one gives a shit about anything else we have to say. No one probably gives a shit about what we have to say about The Bachelor either, but you know, (laughs) we don't care. I know, I'm just a narcissist, like, talking out loud. Um, okay, so if you're skipping ahead, this is where The Bachelor starts. You can stop now. Bachelor, um, Bachelor, Bachelor. Should we just say it a bunch of times so that as they skip, they hear it? <laughs> Colton, Colton, Colton. Um, so this week is hometown. So that means Colton goes and visits the individual hometowns of the last four remaining girls. And... Hometowns used to be, like, one of my favorite episodes of the whole season. but lately like the last few seasons I can't remember why <laughs> yeah when you're like I I thought about that today because you're like sometimes is my favorite episode and I was watching today and I was like what's wrong with her oh jeez <laughs> no but they I literally I don't know why okay 
Um, because like because they're boring. So let's talk about how boring they are. <laughs> so it starts with Kaylin's hometown. I'm so confused because she's Miss North Carolina, but she's from Virginia. <laughs> oh yeah, that didn't even cross my mind. Is she? Did she go to college in North Carolina? Probably. Maybe. That's probably it. Um. So yeah, she's from Fredericksburg, Virginia, and it's a cute little colonial town. It's actually very adorable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not much to add. <laughs> Rocky's like even like okay shit. I know. He's um, like I love Fredericksburg. <laughs> doesn't turn out important. Um, well, what if he was? I wouldn't know. <laughs> That'd be very random. Yeah. Um, and so then they take like a little horse-drawn carriage ride through the little colonial town. It's mm-hmm. pretty cute. They stop at the like local ice cream place called Carl's Ice Cream. Blue, blue, blue. Small town cute stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, I'm just going to fly through this because there's not much to talk about. And Kaylin's family is like a little on the fence, but not about Colton. It's like about the situation as a whole. What are you doing? Oh my god, don't I was pouring wine. You don't have to call oh. me out. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're like a little on the fence about Colton. Like just like about the situation as a whole, because they're like, Okay, like he's dating other women, like you don't really know him, like mm-hmm. are you ready for this? Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. Um, Kaylin's dad is actually her stepdad because her real dad like walked out of her life when she was just a baby. I mean and he, he is by far the highlight of this whole hometown. Yeah, and he hasn't been, like, seen since. And so her mom remarried, and her stepdad adopted her when she was, like, very tiny. So that's her dad, but whatever. They have this, like, little talk. And He's cute! I know. <laughs> they have this little talk where she's like, you know, you've, like, done such a great job raising me. Like, I love you so much. Like, you didn't have to do all this. You didn't have to raise kids who like weren't your own but you stepped in you've just been like the best dad it's very sweet mm-hmm. he starts to cry yeah he does start to cry and she gets teary eyed too and they hug on each other it was a uh, nice moment it is a very nice moment he seems like a very nice guy and it was just the most exciting thing that happened throughout her whole date so that's why I'm focusing on it <laughs> yeah and then Colton because Colton is quote unquote old fashioned and feels like he needs the dad's permission to marry any of these girls. I won't get into my opinions, but so then Colton asks his dad permission to marry her if they get to that point, and her dad agrees. That's basically it. <laughs> That's I basically know. It for the hometown. I know. I'm trying to think of anything to elaborate. Elaborate. Like he talked to her mom at some point. She has a sister that looks just like her. Like, I don't know. I think I like the hometowns because I like seeing, like, literally seeing what the family looks like. I just like judging people. (laughs) Well, if you like judging people's appearances, our next hometown brings us to Birmingham, Alabama, where we meet Babyface Hannah's family. Well, to wrap up on Kaylin and Colton, they're in a great place. Permission, let's, like, you know, tally it. Permission to get married. 
he's falling in love and she has said that she loves him. So that's where we are with them. Yes. The three check marks of The Bachelor at this point that you should pretty much need to move forward. Yes, 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 yes. One three would check think. Marks of hometown. Yeah. So then we we head on down to Birmingham, Alabama. And where Babyface Hannah lives and <laughs> she makes him take an etiquette class. Dude, that like, sucks so bad. I felt so bad for him. Oh yeah. And that woman sucks. Like I can't think of anything he'd want to do less than that. Well, cause she Hannah says that like, oh, he needs southern charm and needs to learn like proper manners. Yeah, so we do things differently down south, blah blah blah. Like, ugh. Let's retire that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they take an etiquette class. Colgan's is not having a good time. Um, and then they go the, to... The etiquette person was... The etiquette woman was just like... I'm only calling this out because I literally just watched it. She's like, you need to rip your bite of bread, butter oh, yeah. the individual bite, and eat that bite. Colton's like, who has time for that? <laughs> yeah, because he just tried to like rip the bread in half and like butter each side like a normal human i know he's just like the ultimate relatable person in this scene and hannah's just like watching him and like laughing at him mess up i'm like bitch and the etiquette teacher is like having an aneurysm i know but then it was so weird because then like the etiquette teacher like flipped from table manners to like okay so when you meet hannah's family later Hannah's family wants you to be the one to like marry and like starts getting all deep and like emotional into their relationship and stuff. I'm just like, um, stay in your lane. You butter individual bites of bread. You're not like a relationship therapist. Well, I almost wanted to be like, do you know them personally? She probably does. Yeah, true. That's not vibe. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, that's what it seemed like, because she just, like, inserted herself into their relationship. Like, was she Hannah's aunt? <laughs> Honestly, she could be. And, like, the analogy she used is so weird. She's like, what are umbrellas for? Yeah, that was so dumb. And Colton was like, stop things from falling on you. It's like, no, it's not even what umbrellas are for. I know. When he said They're that, just stop rain. Like, that's literally it. It's not like if a piano was falling out of the sky, you would whip out an umbrella to save you from it. Yeah. Literally, keep dry. And so, like, when he said that, I was like, I wonder how many takes it took him to get to that answer. No, or I bet it took, like, none. The producers were just like, all right, he's never going to get this. Just feed him the line. Feed him the line. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then they go back to Hannah's parents' house. And if you guys watch The Bachelor, you know what Hannah looks like. She looks like a tiny little Barbie doll. <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Who who, who who are you going to talk about next? <laughs> After I was just like, I know. <laughs> but listen, Hannah's family's not going to listen to this. <laughs> you never know. Jason's family did. <laughs> the Tartics, they've adopted me as one of their own. <sighs> I'm just saying. What are you saying? Tell us. I'm dying to I'm hear. I'm just saying <laughs> that on Twitter, 
Under the bachelor hashtag, I was innocently perusing. I just saw a tweet that compared Hannah's mom to Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> and I'm not saying it's incorrect. You definitely tweeted that. <laughs> I did tweet it. I saw it. And no, I'm- I know. I'm kidding. Everyone, she did not tweet that. She did not tweet it. Uh, I'm yeah. not saying it's correct, but I'm also saying that it's not incorrect. Well, I mean, let's just say that she looks the exact opposite of Hannah. Take yeah. that take that to mean what it will, you know? Yeah. How old are her parents? Because they look old. Like, her dad looked old, and her mom also looked like a grandma from literally straight out of 1983. <laughs> um, oh, oops. <laughs> um, well, how old is... Um... Uh, does she have older siblings, Hannah? She just had the cousins. Oh. Sorry if you can hear Rocky. He's literally very upset that his ball is off the bed and he is on the bed. Ugh, relatable. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. They did seem... Wait, so Hannah's the only child? Yeah. Um... Oh, I will say I remembered I liked Hannah's outfit this whole scene. Yeah, it was very cute. The black was... off the shoulder. Yeah, it was really cute. I feel like I've tried to wear that exact same outfit, but it just didn't look that way on me. That's exactly <laughs> so, what I thought. I for was so like, many reasons. I was like, I've worn that outfit before and I look like shit. Yeah, I looked like a fucking bag. <laughs> <laughs> I looked like if they came out with like a hipster version of Mrs. Potato Head. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, yeah, that's, that's yeah. her mom. And then she... And I, while I'm just on the topic, she also has a cousin, um, who seems young. Okay, I, I didn't. I don't know where you're going with this because I didn't notice. I don't know what you're talking about. She has a cousin who seems very young, and yet it looks like she's wearing a bad Halloween wig that was supposed to be Kate Goslin's hair. What? How did you not see that cousin? Oh, I did. To be honest, I was cooking dinner during this scene. I was very hungry. So I wasn't, like, staring at each person's appearance, believe it or not. But, yeah, I caught a couple glimpses of her. She was a peach. She's probably very nice. I just couldn't believe that (laughs) hair was a choice at a young age. Yeah. How old do you think she was? Like, how young are you talking? She looked like she was, like, 30. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. Young can mean 30, or it can mean, like, 15. <laughs> that hair on a 15-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that could paint two very different pictures. That's true. Yeah, she looked like she was 30, but her her hair, I, it was, like, the ultimate let-me-speak-to-the-manager haircut. Yeah, there were a few hairstyles that needed some work in this family. <laughs> Which is so weird because Hannah's so, like, perfect and, like, cutesy. I know. She's, yeah, I know. I thought the same thing. Wonder where that came from. <laughs> Anyways. Her dad was very sweet. Their whole yeah. family, I thought, was very sweet. Oh, for sure. Although I, I, I... I'll tell you what I think after the, the show. Um, 
And then Colton asks her dad if he can have his permission if it like gets to that point, and her there's like a very long awkward pause mm-hmm. to the point where Colton even like repeats himself. Yeah. Once again, remember her dad's old, so maybe Colton like thought he couldn't hear him. <laughs> and so like so then Colton repeats himself, and then he's just like, "Huh, you know what? I've never thought about it." <laughs> But he was like, but sure. I was like, you've never thought about your daughter getting married? Her dad seemed very just kind of like, la-di-da-di-da. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, her mom was seemed a little bit more like down to business. Like she kind of had like some more hard-hitting questions for Colton and was like a little bit more critical of Hannah. But her dad was just kind of like, la-di-da. Yeah, for sure. Just like typical dad. <laughs> Like, very much my dad of just, like, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are you? You two dating? <laughs> God. Um, and so then, yeah, her dad gives Colton his permission, and he's falling in love with Hannah, and she's falling in love with him. So there are the three check marks. Boom, boom, boom. Two down, two to go. Next hometown. Do you have any ending thoughts? Um, nope. Unless you want to keep talking about those hairstyles. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, I could. Bitch, I could. What I was going to say is that as nice as Hannah's family seems, and I'm not trying to make any judgments, although I think I actually said this on our roll call episode, I feel like her family has maybe said the N-word behind closed doors. Oh, yeah, you did say that. I think you, you said that about one of the girls on our on our roll call. I don't know if it was Hannah. It was G or was, Hannah B. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the girls from Alabama and they're both Hannah. Yeah, they're very southern. They seem sweet, but I think that they are I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna go making any assumptions here. But I am her mom just like has that look of like she's definitely called the cops on someone who looks suspicious and by looks suspicious to her I just mean wasn't white and so her family kind of gave me an uneasy feeling and okay. that's all I'm saying and that's yeah. that on that also yeah. look at their hairstyles yeah okay uh, Tasia alright so cool we're done with the south we get on a plane we the, next two home- the-, the next two hometowns are Orange County and Huntington Beach which are literally the same place yeah, they're same place because they were on a budget this year. So they're well, like, okay, we can do two southern states, and then we have to do one single. Southern. Okay, but then again, they were maybe they maybe they got to do so many lavish trips earlier on in the season because they saved money on hometowns. But I don't really know how they would determine that because they gave him a budget from the beginning. With. Remember how many people were from Southern California? They're like, we don't have to fly you out here. True. True. You I mean. Chances are it was bound to happen that at least two of the girls in the end would be from Southern California. Yeah. So, yeah, we get on a plane. We leave the South. We fly down to Orange County to meet with Tasia. I still don't really get, like, Orange County vibes from Tasia. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's just because, like, compared to Cassie's family coming up next, who were literally just, like, the epitome of the OC Huntington Beach SoCal family. But 
Tasia, I just I don't really get that vibe from her. I can I can actually kind of see it, but she's not like the surfer girl. Yeah, I I mean I like I liked her family. I thought they were pleasant. Yeah, definitely. She's not like the slow cow girl, but she's definitely like a sunny California girl. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I see more uh, like San Diego. Yeah, like a sunny California. Yeah, like, I oh, see that, California. but I don't see that. I don't see like the Orange County vibe from her. But what the flip do I know? I don't know. What do you know? That Tasia had a boyfriend. Exactly. The night (laughs) before she left, y'all. Dear Colton, that night at Karma, (laughs) Tasia was making out with two waitresses. Tasia was making out with two fat guys. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, why don't I know the whole words to that note? You would think that I would. I'm actually kind of disappointed in both of us right now. (laughs) I've read it so many times on so many memes. I'm surprised. I think it's because I just read the first. I just see it within a second and I just retweet it. I know. I see it. I know what it is. I start cracking up and then I stop. (laughs) Yeah. I send it to you. Um. So yeah, they he goes to Orange County to meet Tasia. She blindfolds him. She says that she's gonna take him on a surprise. They go dive. Go, wow, skydiving. Am I okay? <laughs> they go skydiving, and it's like her revenge for making her go bungee jumping. Um. He tells her he's falling in love with her. She feels the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then sh- he meets Tasia's family, and they're very wait. Weird. Hello, are we not going to talk about this skydiving thing? They jumped out of a plane. What else do you want me to talk about? I would like I I can't imagine how pissed I would be if a guy that I was like dating took me to go skydiving, blindfolded me, put me in a car, and took me to go skydiving. That's fucked up. I would be, I don't even have the words to describe how much I don't want to skydive. I mean, same, but uh, he made her do that for, like, with bungee jumping. I don't have a word to explain how much I don't want to do either of those fucking things. True. Which one would you rather do? Skydive or that bungee jump? Honestly, I feel like more people die from bungee jumping than skydiving. I don't think I would have been able to jump off that bungee thing. At least with the skydiving, like, you someone pretty much does the jump for you. Like, you're literally attached to someone. Yeah. So I guess, I, would, I mean, my stomach is literally in knots just talking about these two things. Well, here's the thing. I would have not done either of them. I don't care if you blindfold me and take me there. I'm not going to get on the plane. Like, I, I do not have any reaction to peer pressure. Like, if I do not want to do something, I'm not going to do it. I don't care. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, no, I would. It's, it's the... It's not about other people for me. It's about like, like myself. Like it's, I guess, like I'm in a co- competition with myself. I'm literally Monica Geller. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I've always thought of myself as a Rachel. <laughs> but you know, I just have to like prove myself. I don't know. I would that bungee thing. I don't know. I have no desire. But the skydiving situation, I think I probably could have done it only because someone literally, like, hurls you out of the plane. 
you don't have to do it on your own. Oh, but see, he like, he was so genuinely scared. Sorry, what were you? Oh yeah. Say? Oh, he was terrified when they were like on the plane going up, and he just like wouldn't even talk to her. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is kind of awkward. Like he kind of looked pissed, but I, obviously he wasn't really pissed at her. I think he was just so freaked out that he just wasn't in. Like he was in a state. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, like if she like if a guy had took me there and like was like take off your blindfold it was like we are going skydiving i'd literally be like no i'm not like i I, and it's like if you're gonna break up with me because i like won't go skydiving then like you're clearly not in love with me to begin with so like i don't give a fuck i'm not gonna go skydiving and i don't even necessarily think that he would have broken up with her if she didn't do the bungee and i don't think that she would have you know i don't think it would have ended the relationship if either of these things like didn't happen yeah, but, but they always feeling like, well, I have to because they want me to. And it's like, you know, you don't. <laughs> I know. I know. But I think that's like all in their head. That's what I think yeah. is like fucked up that they feel like they have to do that. Yeah. Or, you know, there's probably like some producer in their ear whispering like, oh, like, he's not going to love you if you don't do it. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, I love myself more and I'm not going to fucking do it. And there's literally no one in the world, even if like. Beyonce, even if like Kylie Jenner, oh, that would be hard. But you know, no, even if Kylie Jenner, ah! <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna say that right now because she does have an open spot for her best friend, and she's a pretty adventurous bitch. Ooh, Kendall did it. Well, that's because Kendall's always like, I'm not like other girls. I like like boy things. I went adrenaline junkie. No, like, I'm not like my sisters. Like, I don't even like makeup. <laughs> it's like, we don't care, Kendall. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but another thing about this whole skydiving thing is if you were to go, like, meet her and she would have been like, guess what we're doing today? We're going skydiving. Like, give the man some time to prepare. That blindfold thing was fucked up. Yeah, like, what if he had a shit? What if he had diarrhea? Um, I would have diarrhea if I opened my blindfold and all of a sudden I was in, like, a skydiving field. I just can't imagine why it's like... Don't do that whole cutesy shit where it's just like, you're in a blindfold, you have to trust me, 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 me. She's manipulative. We've talked about this. I know. She is. Yeah, you're right. That was very manipulative of her to do. Um, I just, like, wonder what it's like to be someone who's, like, daring and adventurous because I'm truly, like, not that person. Like, I do not, like, I don't like roller coasters. I don't like rides that drop. Like, I'm just, like, not, like, a junk, like, an adrenaline junkie. And I'm just, like, I can't understand, like, why people are. Like, I get my adrenaline from, like, reading a gossip headline. I can't imagine being, like, I need to jump out of this fucking plane. Like, what is that like? I mean, I love a good thrill, but, like, within reason. I get really, like, worked up about things, and, like, I'm scared of heights, so there are certain things that I'm just, like, not about. But, like, I yeah. do I do love a good thrill, because there's nothing, like, there's a, it's a really good feeling to get so worked up about something, and then to do it, and just be like, oh, my God, that was amazing. I can't think of, but, like, when I say that, I mean within reasons, because I'm kind of, like, a little bitch, too. Like, I mean, like, a roller coaster. I used to be really scared of roller coasters when I was a kid. So now I get really anxious, like, building up to it. But once I do it, I'm like, oh, it's so fun. But no, that shit, like, like, uh, 
like our, my friend Katie, like Katie and Tori, you know, when we went to Vegas and they did that thing where they jumped off of the stratosphere. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, no. No, 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 no. No. Not my life. Yeah, like, I am afraid of heights. I think that's my thing. But it's like, people are always like, oh, you just do it. But it's like, no, I've ridden roller coasters. Like, it didn't change my fear. And I don't like them. Like, I don't have fun on them. Because people are always mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, you're such a, like, party pooper. Like, you won't do it. And it's like, well, it's not like I've never ridden a roller coaster. I've tried roller coasters many times. And every time I'm like, fuck that. I mean, once you ride a certain amount of roller coasters, you've kind of, like, rode them all. Am I right? Yeah. Like, okay, cool. My neck fucking hurts at the end of it. Yeah. But, like, I do, like, a good thrill in the sense of, like, I love, like, haunted houses or, like, getting spooked. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. I feel like I think so many of these things just revolve around heights. And I, you're like you, I don't fuck with heights. So I think that's why I'm kind of like, nope, hard pass. But other thrilling things I'm into, I'm trying to think of an example and I can't, I don't know, like white water rafting. <laughs> oh, yeah, fun. Yeah. Oh, my um, God, we're the same gal. Um, oh, yeah, was... there's people who are out there who, like, will not do haunted houses. And it's like, I fucking love haunted houses because I like being so scared mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you know different strokes for different folks I had some I just had a thought and I lost it but it was it probably wasn't important anyway Megan all of your thoughts are important to- <laughs> thanks me and Megan went to a not a haunted house but we went to this like art installation that was kind of like a haunted house it was um, basically like an Instagram exhibit it was like the ice cream museum, but for Halloween spookiness. Yeah, it was cool. But remember when we were going through the mirrors and the lights turned off or whatever that was and the lights turned back on, there was that fucking cloud? Yeah, like the whole thing itself was not scary. It was just kind of like spooky like experiences, like rooms that you literally take pictures in. But then that one part, you're right, it's all mirrors and it's all like silver... Um, what's that word like tinsel like hanging down yeah. so you have to like move through it and then like the lights go off and they turn back on there's literally like a clown right in front of us i freaked like a fucking killer clown like that mask was fucking scary i took a selfie with him then see i freaked out and then we took a selfie so we're all yeah. good <laughs> it was fun but that was so scary i know i know Anyway, so we're still in Orange <laughs> County. Ugh. Believe it or not. <laughs> and so then he goes and meets Paige's family, and... They skydived like... and they survived, by the way, in case anyone was wondering. Cole <laughs> did not have diarrhea that we know of. That we and... know <laughs> And they did it, and of course, after they did it, they were like, that was amazing, I'm so in love, we can conquer anything. Yeah, they're like, if we can get through that, we can get through anything. And I'm like, you've never been in a healthy relationship. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, her whole family is, like, very weary of the situation as a whole. Just, like, about, like, how people get together on The Bachelor. Yeah, so she, like, have... prefaced this for Colton beforehand that her dad was going to be a tough one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they just, like, they just, like, don't really agree with The Bachelor. And a lot of it has to do with, like, Tasha's already been married and divorced, and I guess her divorce was, like, really hard on her. And so the, they just think, like, this is the wrong path for her, which, I mean, I can't say that I disagree. I know. See, these families are my favorite because I'm like, yes, you guys are so right. 
it's the families like Kaylin's and uh, Hannah's. I'm just like, what? What? What is normal about this for you guys? That this guy just walks down to nowhere on a TV show and is just like, hey, could I marry your daughter? And they're like, yeah, this is a great idea. It's the families like Tasia's that I'm just like, oh, yes, thank you. Some sanity in this whole process. Yeah, because like in the show, they always seem like the like the enemy but like in real life it's like you're the only people that care about your children yeah it's like that's what you should be doing that's what would happen in a normal situation if we weren't on a tv show yeah yeah exactly like i one i can't imagine my future husband ever asking my dad's permission but like if he did my dad wouldn't be like i this is the first time i've met you sure you can marry my daughter like that's the weirdest shit while you're dating four other girls sure you have my blessing yeah, it's so, it's so weird. Maybe they're just, like, super, like, prepped for the, like, like, I think sometimes they get TV prepped, you know. But I guess my, my family, like, wouldn't go along with it. Like, my parents would be like, no, we literally just met you an hour ago, and you have three other girlfriends. Yeah, I mean, I think they, I think they get a vibe for the families they can prep versus the families that they can't prep, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he has. To, what if he's in love with a family like that they can't prep? I don't know. I'm sure it's happened before, but I can't remember because Same. all sounds are so dead to me. Yeah, I can't think of a specific example, but there have definitely been seasons where the, there's a hometown that goes bad, like bad. Yeah. But honestly, I feel like the the lead will usually end up sending that person home. Like if your hometown goes really bad, you could probably go home and by bad we just mean that their families have normal reactions to this fucking shit yeah bad meaning they didn't buy into the narrative of this show um which i respect same when and i so was yeah. younger when i was younger watching the show i was probably like oh my god just saying her dad sucks <laughs> now i'm just like yes tasia's dad until no because he turned on us but anyway let's get into that i know um and so, but anyway, yeah. I hate Tasia, so it doesn't really matter. Same. Um, and so her family is, like, very, very weary of him and the situation. It's kind of awkward because they kind of just go straight into it of, like, we don't agree with this. Like, do you guys even know what you're doing? Blah, blah, blah. Um, Colton and Tasia's dad go and talk, and Colton asked for her dad's blessing, and he was like, no. Like, I literally just met you. <laughs> I know. He said it. He literally sounded like like an actor. He's just like, the way he like, he's like, Colt, man, you're laying it on. Yeah. But I, but I just met you. Like, the way he said it was so funny to me. And I was just like, yes, dad. <laughs> yeah, her dad got a, like a little fan club on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And but then yeah. he said, he he said that line about like, this is a microwave relationship. Well, yeah. So then, so he pretty much turns Colton down for the blessing because he's like, no, like, are you out of your mind? Like, I literally just met you. This is the first time we were ever talking, like, one-on-one. Yeah, you and give him then, the whole, like, you're a great guy, but no. <laughs> yeah. And so then um, her, Tasha and her dad go and talk by themselves, and he's just, like, telling her all of her, all of his qualms about this. Like, you know, your divorce was, like, really hard on you. Like, are you ready for heartbreak again? Like, are you ready to actually get married if he were to ask you, like, right now? And she's like, yes. And then she, like, 
is manipulative. And she's like, Dad, you raised me. You raised me to be smart about things and raised me to be confident in my choices. And, like, if I wasn't smart about this and confident about this, I wouldn't be doing this. And that's because of how you raised me. Yeah. And then he's like. So, so spot on. Because literally the thing that I was thinking as I was watching this is, like, bitch is even manipulating her dad. <laughs> yeah. And, like, before he had told her what Megan was saying, he told her he was like because this is all too fast, like, it's been six weeks, like, are you truly ready to marry this person? Like, and he said, which I, I like that line a lot, he was like, you can't microwave a marriage. And he was like, this is, like, what would happen if you put, like, a marriage in a microwave, like, it can't just be ready, like, that quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Taylor's dad! I know, I love him, he betrayed us all. Yeah, well, yeah, he, speaking of heartbreak, um, and so I was like rooting for him. We were all rooting for him when my mother yells at me like she loves me. Ooh, second time in two weeks. That's what? Showbiz. Baby. Um I'm picking up. Okay, bye. Uh, <laughs> and so then she yeah, she manipulates her own dad by being like, Dad, I'm like this because of you and I'm so smart because you're so smart. Um, so barfy. So manipulative. Barfy. That's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> and so then he's like, Dang, you right. And um so then he like pulls the family together for a meeting and he's like, you know what? Tasia seems happy and she seems confident. So I'm going to go ahead and give my blessing. And he betrayed all of us because we were like rooting for him. And he, then he just goes to the bachelor side of like, this is all not normal. I know. Tasia's dad is why I have trust issues. Oof. Say that again. Shit. Because <laughs> um, I thought he was going to stick with it. Me but- too. He seemed dead on, like, ready to stick with it. But he caved. He caved. I don't know what producer was, like, feeding him wine or whatever, but he caved. But you know what? You know what? I was talking this out loud. I'm going to give him some credit because I think, overall, it just shows how manipulative Tasia is as a person. True. I think that's the moral of this whole story. It has nothing to do with her dad flip-flopping. It has to do with Tasia being manipulative yeah let's not blame the victim any longer uh yeah i'm really i'm really you're you're hot on tasia right now meaning like hot on hating her hating her hating tasia hating (laughs) hot on hating her so this makes me think that something big happens with her in the next week or two oh my god it doesn't (laughs) i just hate her because i think she's manipulative literally ruining my life that you know the ending of this whole season <laughs> you keep thinking of these like like you keep reading too much into what i'm saying and i literally i've given you literally no inclination of what happens <laughs> you're just reading so much into everything i say and i literally can't handle it when people know the spoilers and i don't i i'm the fact that i haven't given in and read one yet is amazing <laughs> Megan, all of my notes and everything I say to you, I write as if I don't know what's happening. But you do. So everything you write, you write with the subconscious bias. But let me just tell you this, because, like, the first spoiler I read was incorrect, and then they had an updated spoiler. So, like, I'm not even 100% sure that's actually what happened. 
because I was led astray at first. Hoodwinked, bamboozled, and led astray. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was me. Oh, that's another like, second time in two weeks. That's showbiz. Baby. <laughs> no, I'm never going to do it. <laughs> um, And so it's like, I, I don't even like keep the fact that I know the spoiler in my head. Because it's like, I don't even know for sure if it's correct. Live. Oh my god. <laughs> and so yeah, Tasha wrapped her dad up in her little spider web and Colton got the blessing. So then we can <sighs> Wait, so where are we at? Blessing, he loves her and she loves him, right? Blessing, he loves her, she says she loves him. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it again. (laughs) (laughs) Megan, relax. I can't. (laughs) And so then Colton calls an Uber and then heads over to Cassie's house. Which is probably literally ten minutes away. Yeah, he gets an Uber pool. And heads on over there. Um, which is weird because then that means that Tasia, Cassie, and Heather all grew up within like a, what, 20 mile radius, radius of each other? Um, yeah. So, Hunting Beach is in Orange County, right? Yeah. Uh, but Orange County, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Is Orange County its own town? <laughs> yeah. Okay, fuck you for me. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. It's because it's clearly they had to differentiate between the two. So Cassie must be actually from like Huntington Beach, and Tasia's just probably from another part of Orange County. It'd be like, oh, like how like Phoenix is like Phoenix, but it's Chandler. Tempe, yeah, like Tempe Rockville. Chandler Gilbert shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. So Colton gets in his Uber pool and meets Cassie in Huntington Beach. They she gives him a surfing lesson. Uh, oh my it's god! Actually, it's actually quite entertaining because Colton really sucks at surfing. I didn't watch it. I was just listening to it because I was eating a chimichanga. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> On the train. I, I respect that, but it was actually quite entertaining because she's like, of course, good at it. And he just yeah. kept getting, like, swamped by waves. And they would just, like, cut to him, like, flying off the board. His surfboard's, like, flying in the air. And he's just getting, like, tossed around in the waves. It was pretty funny, actually. And you could tell that he was genuinely annoyed with himself that he couldn't, like, figure it out. You would think that he'd be better on it because, like, football requires a lot of balance. I know, I know. I think that's why he was so, like, frustrated with himself. But he was frustrated with himself and, like a cute endearing way not in like a you know like when your boyfriend gets like awkwardly mad at himself for something and you're just like, yeah, like uh, it's you like good fun during like yeah 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 no, and you're he like, wasn't... It's just the game of life yeah exactly he wasn't doing that but he was just upset <laughs> i'm upset <laughs> um <laughs> but he made fun of himself after so it was all okay yeah and so they talk on the beach, and he's like, listen, like, I'm really falling in love with you. And she's like, I just 
Jesus Christ, I don't ever know what my upstairs neighbor is doing. Um, and she's like, I'm just like not sure of my feelings for you just yet. Like my family is like very important to me and like their opinion is extremely important to me. So like I can't confirm my feelings for you until like they've met you and they've given like the, their blessing. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, this is straight up when Colton's just like, I know how I feel about you. How do you feel about me? And that's when she basically just says, um, and then that stuff about her family. Yeah. So girl is noticeably not saying that she's falling in love with him. Yeah. Like this is like a, not quite a red flag, but it's getting there. I mean, I'm okay with this and I'm okay with her still, but it is getting to the point where I get worried for him yes because Um, it's like because like I said like we've said this is normal and like real life relationships this is normal for her to be 23 and not want to be engaged to this guy after like however many weeks it's been but for the sake of this show and like for the sake of how he feels about her which is clearly so strong it's kind of looks like it's like setting himself up to get hurt yeah and, like, here's my thing, though. Um, actually, let's, let's circle back to that after we talk about the date, because we're going to yeah. talk about it again. Yeah, um, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. No, you're fine. Um, let's get and to the then, hot dad. <laughs> well, the hot family. Yeah, and holy so, shit. Um, Cassie's family is just like a typical Huntington Beach family. They're all blonde. They're all extremely beautiful. Her parents look super young as hell. Her sister is so gorgeous. I had just discovered yeah. and crept her on Twitter or, or Instagram earlier this week. Oh my god, wow, that was actually she's... what I was planning on doing tonight with her sister's Instagram. Oh no, she's so, she's like an influencer on like on her own. Of course yeah. she is. She lives in Huntington Beach and she's beautiful. And she looks like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's so pretty. When you live in a place like that and you look like that, um, followers. Yeah, and, like, she's prettier than Cassie, which is saying a lot, because Cassie's beautiful. Yeah, Cassie's so gorgeous, but Cassie has such a, like, a natural beauty. Her her sister's, like, more striking. Her Yeah, her sister has more of that, like, you know, she does, I think she, like, jumps, like, she does more of, like, the Instagram makeup look, if that makes yeah. sense. And their mom was so beautiful. They look, She looked exactly like them. And she, was, she looked so young. Her parents looked so young. I know. They probably are, to be honest. Well, they probably get fillers, too, because it's Huntington Beach. Is Cassie the oldest? No, she's the youngest. What? I think. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. She had a lot of siblings, no? She did. But I thought she had talked about how she was the youngest. And that's like when I, or it's like in that article I read that you sent me about her other reality show. Oh, I feel like she can't be the youngest because I feel like they definitely showed like some teenage looking siblings. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just trying to think of how old her parents could be because they could probably easily be like 45. Yeah, but they looked like, I mean, they looked younger than that. Oh, I mean, I think 45 is young, so. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, they looked, like, yeah, her yeah, mom yeah. looked like they could be, like, her sister. Yeah, yeah, her mom looked very young. But like and I like said, I said, her dad's pretty attractive. Look her, dad is, her dad's hot. 
Especially if he was like a surfer, like you know, like you're on the beach and it was like a surfer dad. Wow. Yeah, he's totally got that like wetsuit with like the top rolled down to like his weight, you know, like his waist. You know, he's got like super tan and like wet. He's got like <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy Cooper vibes from the OC. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, he has like Sandy Cohen vibes. Sandy Cohen, you keep his name out of your mouth because he's the most gorgeous. No, Jimmy Cooper didn't have, like, the surfer swag. Yeah, but Sandy Jimmy Cohen Cooper had, had like, the... felon swag. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate myself. The self-hatred I have about my interests <laughs> goes beyond. But Sandy Cooper, or Sandy Cohen, <laughs> he had the eyebrows, he had the long, dark hair. He had, like, the lawyer. Jimmy Cooper was more like, I'm surfing. I grew up here. I come from this. And that's what I got from her dad. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So Cassie's dad is just Luke from the OC, but 10 years later. Yeah, or Jimmy Cooper. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not getting Jimmy Cooper vibes from him. He seems too clean cut. Jimmy Cooper was clean cut in the first season before you find out that he was going broke. Jimmy Cooper was clean cut for like a half an episode. That's true. Oh my god, am I going to start the OC tonight? I might. I was say, why are we talking about this? <laughs> but now <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> I know. I watched the OC all over again like two years ago and I might start it again tonight. <laughs> um... That's the episode. Sorry, guys. I just discovered I have plans to do something else. We told you we don't want to talk about this. I don't. And so, okay, cool. Her dad's, like, very standoffish, kind of, when they first meet Colton. Because we talked about this before. Sorry if you keep hearing me move. I'm so uncomfortable in my bed. Um, We talked about this before. Cassie's, like, family is very religious. She grew up super religious. She went to a super religious school. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like Cassie's dad is like really uncomfortable about this whole situation and he's like uncomfortable about meeting Colton and then like Colton is like hugging Cassie from behind like in their home oh, and yeah. he has like an issue with that because he's like he's being so physically affectionate towards her like in front of me Whoa. yeah yeah I don't know if it was an issue he had but he just noticed it enough to comment on it to the camera uh-huh okay uh- <laughs> <laughs> um and then Cassie and her sister talk and her sister just says like you know I just want the best for you because I think you're so perfect and you deserve someone who's perfect and they get it emotional because they're having a heart to heart and a perfect just, heart to heart and a perfect hug and a perfect moment between two perfect people. Yeah, even their room is so cute and perfect. Um, and then Cassie and her dad talk. Oh, this is a red flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cassie and her dad talk, and her dad is like gently letting her know, like reminding her, like very gently, about how big of a commitment marriage is. Like, he's saying it so nicely. I know. He was really, like, not putting the pressure on. No. And he was just, like, trying to be cool. He's like, hey, 
you know, this is cool, but I just want to make sure that you're definitely ready because it's been pretty quick, and I know he does see other girls, so I just, you know, I just want to remind you, like, marriage is definitely, like, a big deal. It's, like, a huge commitment, and, like, you're only 23. Like, you have your whole life ahead of you, and I just want to remind you that you don't have to feel pressure no matter what. Like, it's you can always decide to, like, do whatever you want to do, that whatever makes you feel comfortable. So, like, don't think that if you've gotten this far that you have to be engaged at the end of this. Like, if you're not comfortable with that, you don't. Like, he was being the nicest guy. I know, like, I, he was not, like, projecting onto her or, like, anything. He was just being, like, straight up I think he was kind. her, too. Like, this is a huge television show where people have a lot of expectations that, like, oh, you have to absolutely get engaged. And he was just reminding her, like, no, you don't. If you're not comfortable. Just yeah, he was, like, saying car. that with, yeah, like, saying that without saying it. Because, you know, they can't actually say that on camera. So he yeah. Was bas- yeah, he was basically saying, like, even if you do get like, even if he does pick you, you don't have to get engaged. Yeah. Or married or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And then she just, like, acts like a 15-year-old. She gets, like, really upset and flustered. And she's like, I'm not stupid. Like, I'm not dumb. Like, you know what? Like, I just decided that, like, if he picks me out of this, even though he's other- dating other girls, it just means that he's um, explored other venues and has decided that I'm the best one and he really wants to be with me. And then she's like, I just, like, wish you were confident in me. Like, I just wish you could trust me. Like, I'm not stupid. And he's, like, still being really gentle. He's like, I, honey, like, I'm, I would never say you're stupid. Like, I definitely don't think you're stupid. Like, that's not what I'm saying at all. Like, I just, like, want to remind you, like, this is a big deal. And I just want to make sure that, like, you're not feeling pressured or rushed into anything. Yeah, she got very defensive, and then I started, like, I hate to say this, but I started flashing back to last week's episode where Kerpa was confronting her about her thoughts, and Cassie did get, like, very defensive again, and I'm still team Cassie because, whatever, she's 23, and she's trying to figure herself out, and I think it's normal to have these reactions, and I still think Kerpa was out of place to make those assumptions for her, but it was kind of like a moment of like ooh, ding 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 red flag maybe cassie maybe there was something behind those assumptions that kerpa made oh i 100 percent agree especially if this next part because she says she doesn't want her dad to be mad at her if she chooses colton and i was like oh my god you like at that moment i literally texted megan and i was like she's not ready for marriage you don't want your dad to be mad at you yeah, that's like such a. I, so that's just like the most childish thing to say in this and situation. I think it, it kind of does show that she's like gone too far, and she feels like if she says like I'm in too deep, that people are going to be mad at her. Yeah. Like I feel like it was kind of projecting of like, I don't want you to be be mad at me, but I feel like it's gotten too serious. Yeah. So I have I have concerns. Um, but like Megan said, like, here's the thing. She's 23. She's known this guy for just a few months. He's been dating other women. They've only had a few one-on-one dates together. It's normal in the real world to feel like these doubts. And it would be fucking ridiculous for anybody to ever like meet your family and be like, can I marry your daughter in any circumstance like this? Yeah. And when I, yeah, when I say I have concerns, I mean, I have concerns with this like process working out for her and him. But here's here's my other thing is, like, 
don't go on this show then. I know, I know. Like, I, know. I never go on the show because it's like, I think this whole thing is so stupid. I know, I, I agree. And I hear that. But I also think that people, a lot of the time, people end up going on this show and like underestimating how they could feel about this person. But like, you go on that show expecting to get engaged at the end of it. Yeah, but do you ever actually think you're going to get to that point? I think that everyone, I mean, I don't know. Do you? I don't know. If I went on this show, I'd be like, you know, I don't know. Like, for example, I like, I joke about like, oh, if this, you know, like if Wills was the next Bachelor, I'd sign up. Ha ha ha. Like, yeah, I would. Like, even if I did get to that point where I sign up, where I actually think that I have the chance of like getting engaged to wills like no you know like i like do these girls really actually think that they're going to be the one for this person yeah i don't know i don't i don't know i I feel like i wouldn't i think a lot of girls like sign up because they think it's gonna be like fun but then yeah Yeah. it it is fun until it's like oh oh now i'm you're asking me to marry you yeah or they just think that they're not gonna get to that point they're just like yeah, yeah i could be really into this person but i just there's going to be someone better than me or something like that, you know? Yeah. I think they don't realize when they're signing up that it ends in marriage because I think they just think it's like a fun experience. Yeah. So I went to like a bachelor casting call, not for myself. It was just at the shopping center and I decided to go and look. Uh-huh. And people were signing up because it was like fun. And like even my friends were like trying to encourage my other friend to sign up. But like. And yeah. Or I feel like. like yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm going to be married in 12 weeks. Yeah, exactly. I feel like people kind of like do it on a whim. Yeah. And then they get, and then like they get selected and they're like, oh, damn, I got selected. You know, it's like process. It's like you sign up thinking that, like, oh, I'm not going to get selected. And then you get selected and you're like, oh, there's no way I'm going to like get that far. And then you get there and then you get far. And then you're like, oh, there's no way he's going to choose me. And then he chooses, you know, it's just all kind of like a, like a series of events. But the chances are so slim that it's actually going to happen to you. So that's why I can see Kathy's point of view of like, I didn't think it was going to get this far. Yeah. That's true. If that's her point of view. Yeah. And it just made me, like, that whole conversation with her dad just made me realize, like, how not ready she is for marriage. And that's perfectly okay. She's 23. She's mm-hmm. a baby. Yeah. Um, and so then Colton asks her dad for the her his blessing, and his her dad says no because he's too premature. He just met Colton. He doesn't know anything about him. And so then Colton's pretty bummed out. And then Colton and Cassie talk before he leaves. And Cassie just has, like, a hard time saying how she feels about Colton. And Colton expresses that he's disappointed that she didn't say that she's falling in love with him. Yep. So let's check the tallies. Um, Everyone else has three. And then Cassie has no approvals from Dad. No I love yous to Colton. The only check mark we have is that Colton is falling in love with her. Yep. So she's the bottom rung of check marks. And so like then, you would think that she's going home based on how this went. Especially because he says every fucking episode that his biggest fear about being on the show is choosing someone who's not ready. And Kathy is clearly giving him a million signs that she's not ready. Mm-hmm. So anyways, mm-hmm. it's the rose ceremony, 
and Colton sends Kaylin home. Mm-hmm. This you shocked me. She's pretty much wearing a t-shirt that says, I'm not ready, Colton. I mean, I honestly, I didn't really think that he was going to send Cassie home because I still see Cassie, like, at the end because of how strong his feelings are for her. And this has happened in past seasons. I think we were just talking about it. Was it, like, Becca and Chris Souls? Where, like, like where there was, like, a million red flags, but the lead was so Becca in love with that person. Him. Huh? Becca hated him, and she's actually a lesbian, and he still chose her, and she still stayed to the end. Yeah, I mean, kind of different. Maybe. Who knows? But, like, I think it's happened before where there's so many, like, there are more red flags with this one person, but the lead is so in love with that person that, like, they don't even care, and they just go with their heart. Or uh, was it, uh, uh, like, Rachel and Brian or something? Ugh. That was a big one. Yeah. And, I mean, like, they're still together. But, like, Brian was ready. That's the thing. Like, Brian True. was ready. Colton has said time and time and time and time again, almost as much time as I talked about how I have a deviated septum on both sides, <laughs> that he his biggest fear is choosing someone who's not ready. And Cassie has pretty much just flat out told him, multiple times and given him so many red flags that says like I am not ready and all the girls have told him someone in the house is not ready I know it does make me worry for him I hope it all works out um I am intrigued and I'm curious and I'm I still like Cassie I mean I like Cassie more than any of the other final three left so I just hope that Cassie has like a moment and finally has like a like a moment of clarity yeah, like, I have no problem with Cassie. It's just, like, just, it's, like, it's, it just blows my mind that, like, this is Colton's, like, biggest issue that he constantly talks about, and he's, like, she, like. Well, and I do, I do think a lot can happen in the next two weeks. Like, yeah. when your timeline is this short to begin with, a lot can happen in two weeks. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, he sends Kaylin home, which I was actually surprised, because does he have that big of connection with Hannah? I just don't see it. I know that's what I was saying. I'm just like, who is Hannah? And why? Like, what is their connection? What is their history? What is their story? I don't know. Because I just seems like he had like, way deeper of a connection with Kaylin than he does with Hannah. I know that's why I was so confused watching because obviously I watched this part on Monday, but I hadn't seen Kaylin or Hannah's hometowns yet. So I was just like, oh my God, did something go like horribly wrong? And then I watched back and I'm just like, Nope. Nothing went wrong. He just made that decision all on his own. <laughs> um, and then so they when he like walks her out, they sit on a bench and talk. And he's the worst at comforting. She's he like, didn't He didn't give her any explanation. No, he didn't give her any fucking answers. I was so irritated for her. And I wanted to be like, Colton, I don't think you're ready. Like you don't seem like you're that emotionally developed. I don't think that he, like, had an explanation, though. Like, I think he just needed to send someone home and just sent her, He you also, know? like, just didn't really seem like he cared. Because, like, she's, like, crying to him, telling him, like, I just feel like such an idiot because I really thought it was going to be me and you at the end. And I just feel like such an idiot. And I know. She was, like, begging for anything from him. And he doesn't say a single word. I'm not saying, like, oh, he doesn't, like, say, like, it's okay. No, he literally doesn't say anything. And yeah, he just, like, like, held her while she cried, thinking that that was enough. But he didn't say anything. No, and she just keeps going on and on about how stupid she is. I felt so bad for her. 
same. I'm still a big fan of hers, and I'm really hoping that this bachelorette thing works out for her. I feel like it's kind of a layup at this point, so I hope it goes through. Same. I really hope so. Um, and then yeah, like he she put gets in the car, and then he just like kneels on the gravel, and was like, ugh. I, and it's just like, dude, don't make it like extra dramatic if you're literally like not saying anything. I know. I felt so bad for her. But hey, she deserved a better breakup. I mean, if we were shocked, just imagine how shocked she was. Yeah, I wanted to be like, Kaylin, you're not an idiot. Like, we all saw the, like, the chemistry, too. I know. Poor thing. Um, if next get, week! Next week, it's a two-parter. There's Monday and Tuesday. Monday is the actual episode. Um, and it's a fantasy. Stop Monday. What? Fence Jump Monday. Fence Jump Monday. It's a fantasy suite episode, and that's when the fence jump will happen. Um, so we'll see if Colton loses his V card. I think and he does, and I'm really excited about it. On Tuesday, it's the Women Tell All, which is my favorite episode. Okay. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be better than fucking hometowns. Yeah, please. Um, didn't you think it was weird that for the Women Tell All preview, they were just using old clips from the show and not, like, actual clips from Women Tell All? I did. Okay, I'm glad you noticed that. I, I, I did notice it, but I didn't notice it enough to, like, put it into words, so I'm glad that you called it out, but you're so right. They showed him. Yeah, they showed him, but then the, the clips that they were using to make it look like it's, like, the women talking and fighting were just clips from the past episodes of the season. I know. I'm really intrigued because they, they showed him on the couch and he looked, like, shook. Yeah. Like, something definitely happens. Clearly, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, like, kind of freaking out. And I might <laughs> Google spoilers between now and then. Megan, do not. You can't tell me what to do. I you did it. I fucked up. I know. Okay, I probably won't. I'll have willpower. Oh, my God. You better not. No, I said I won't. Oh, okay. But, but I am yeah, excited I, because I truly have no idea what the heck happened. Well, I'm like, did none of the girls show up? Like, why are you using these old clips from... And it's like, you can't trick us. Those are literally in the episode two episodes ago. I know. Or maybe it's just, like, some stupid reason where they literally just didn't have time to, like, finish editing or something, you know? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> let's just blame it on the boom mic guy once again. I know. Let's blame everything on him. He fucked up the audio for the preview. <laughs> had um. Okay, so yeah, that will be next week. I don't know what day we're recording. <laughs> we'll have to figure that out. Broadcasting live from the Elton John concert. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like in the bathroom. Um. But yeah, when we do figure out a day, we will see you guys then while we talk about the two episodes. And in the meantime, if you're listening on iTunes, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. And also follow us on our Instagram. It's Pop Culture Twin Podcast. And Megan, anything to add? Nope. I've had to pee pretty bad for this last 20 minutes. So I got to bounce. <laughs> okay. Megan's going to go. Bye. <laughs> Bye.